Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Harry Morton, the founder and CEO of Lower Street, a podcast production agency. Now we're discovering how brands are using podcasts as part of the marketing mix. Thanks for downloading. Now, a podcast can really help a business or a startup kind of build trust and authority and connect better with their clients or prospects. But what's the best way to go about kind of starting a podcast? In this episode, I'm chatting with Harry Morton, who's the founder and CEO of Lower Street, a podcast production agency who specialise in kind of creating shows for agencies and startups and enterprises. Now, we talk about the different styles and formats of podcasts, a few recording tips, and the best way to think about measuring the return on investment, which is really important. Uh, You can find Harry on Twitter and also on the Lower Street website, which is lowerstreet.co, lowerstreet.co. There's links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? Love it if you could give the pod a shout on social media, subscribe on your favourite podcast app, Uh, check out more episodes at JT tid.co.uk forward slash podcast. Can I also quickly mention my bi-weekly podcasting newsletter? It's on LinkedIn and it's called Stream Feeders. There's lots of tips and advice for brands who want a podcast. There's links in the show notes. And one of the tips is short introductions. Yes, let's get on with it. Let's get on. Um, the first thing I asked Harry was how are brands kind of right now using podcasting as part of the content marketing mix well i think it's 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 a it's growing more and more people are using it um Mm. and i think the reason for that is partly a a bit of a trend it's quite trendy at the moment um it's a a hot space as people say and um and i think through the pandemic we saw really quite significant growth in the industry in terms of the number of people starting podcasts and as a sort of consequence the number of people just being aware of podcasts as a medium um, which I think is really interesting it's it's led to just a lot more awareness around it and so which has bled into the, sort of the, the branded um, world I think one of the reasons that it is really interesting for brands is it's very very humanizing it's very mm. real uh, and authentic um, you know authenticity and intimacy are two of the sort of cliched terms that get thrown yeah. around the podcasting yeah, yeah. industry a lot um but but i think it truly is that and i think particularly for you know small businesses uh well really small businesses through to large enterprise clients being able to have that really sort of human contact with your audience is is a really interesting thing and i think that some of that is certainly achievable with video um and video is a really important and, and interesting part of the kind of um media mix but podcasting has you know lower barriers to entry it's much sort of easier to to do it's sure. not necessarily easier to do well but it's easier there's less things to do to set yeah. up and get started um and and as such you can sort of present yourself in a really professional light um without spending hundreds of thousands of pounds you know i think yeah. a lot of brands want to present themselves really well in all of the media that they do and so video that can get incredibly expensive and complex very fast yeah. whereas in podcasting we can do something um, that is that really reflects the values of the brand that is uh, kind of high quality, but um, at a sort of lower entry point. So, uh, so yes, I think podcasting is a really kind of interesting mix to help brands humanize themselves and connect with uh, customers and pros- prospects um, really effectively, you know, in, a, in, in this, this sort of fast growing medium sure. and reaching listeners where you're otherwise kind of struggling to reach them. So again, with yes. video, with written content, it's hard to, 
you know, find your way into someone's daily routine when they're driving or at the gym, for yeah. example, which yeah. podcasting is a wonderful sort of yeah, opportunity it's, it's, to do um, that. So. It's kind of like non, non, non disruptive marketing in a way, isn't it? Audio. Exactly. Very much mm. opt in. You know, people mm. choose to subscribe to your podcast feed because you offer something that they that they like, that they enjoy, they connect with. Yeah. Um, and I think that means that it's an incredibly um, powerful platform. I think the, the sort of other side of that coin is that it is not a viral medium. It's not something that was, sure. is going to explode overnight in the same way that, I don't know, a TikTok campaign might do. Yeah, not yeah. that I've got any idea what's going on in TikTok. <laughs> I really got to educate myself there. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, that, that, you know you're gonna, you, it's, it's conceivable to have millions of views to a video on, on, on a TikTok campaign, whereas in podcasting, it's really driven by word of mouth. It's very sure. slow in the pro- progress. Um, and because it is that opt-in thing, um, but what that means, though, is that when people do choose to opt in, they are opting in. You know, they're choosing this is something I care about. I'm going to listen to this on a regular basis. And so we find that the connections we make with our listeners, yeah. while slower to grow than other mediums, are much, much deeper and, and sort of longer lasting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that. I was reading the, the recent Radio Figures, which is the, the UK's mm. radio authority, which do a, a thing called a Midas report about yeah. uh, digital audio. And it was saying one of the stats in there was, I, th- I think, if I remember right, it was about 60 something percent of of folks listen to a whole episode all of it absolutely that's that's right and so i think that's a, a really interesting yeah. stat as well on because... youtube you're lucky to get eight seconds exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly right i mean that really is right you know five plus percent is a is a real win in in video um where we're seeing you know really not uncommonly 50 60 70 85 percent plus consumption rates of, of podcast um, yeah. c- content, which is just, you know, when you think about a 30 minute episode, that's, you know, that's something someone choosing to spend a really decent length of time with your brand, which I think is, again, really, really quite powerful. Yeah, sure. Um, so you see podcasts as audio, you don't see them as video, because I kind of like a little bit of, a bit of, well, my eyes roll severely whenever I hear anybody refer to yeah. a video as a podcast. I don't know whether that's just because I'm old. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, I thought here's my podcast, and they give you a YouTube link, and it's like, no, that's not. I know for us, for us, sort of, um, you know, podcast diehards, that that yeah. is a, a sort of tricky pill to swallow. However, I think it's about it's it's perhaps time that we we let go of that uh, mm. of that image of podcasting because I think what we're seeing in the in the data around new people entering podcasting is that YouTube is just an incredible discovery platform sure. and a place that people find content be it audio or video. And indeed, YouTube are actually hiring a lot of people for podcast, you know, the podcast arm of their yeah, yeah. Their, their business, which is starting to emerge. So I think that we, we will be, it's certainly not a must-have. Video in podcasting is not something that we have to do, but um, it's getting harder and harder to justify not including video. And now I want to be clear that at the beginning, we talked <laughs> about how video is hard to produce and sure. podcasting is there's lower barrier to entry. But I think you know what video in podcasting needs to look like is not necessarily the same thing as a a huge uh, fully fledged production you know we yeah, could be yeah. simply doing talking heads you know so it's like it's the audio it's the visual version of what we're doing in audio already and i think i think we're not too worried nowadays about the quality and and i mean and i don't mean mm. bad quality i don't mean things have to be bad quality i mean they don't have to be an exceptional quality anymore. Uh, I remember the days of, of kind of like, oh, this is going to age me. Back in the late eighties, when uh, working hmm. working as a like a junior person at the BBC, uh, if a bus went past, you'd re-record it. You right. know, it would never get on air with the bus going past you. Never in a million years. But w- right. we've we've relaxed a little bit, haven't we now? I think we have. I think that's a function somewhat of 
uh, of kind of the rise of the smartphone, right? And I think of, yeah. of our kind of, you know, of social media and so on. And I think it kind of also speaks a little bit to that authenticity I spoke about. Sure. I think people are willing to accept certain realities of life in the content that they consume because if anything, it almost lends, lends more credence to things because it feels real. So I think, you know, because quite often we'll be developing podcasts with clients and they'll say, you know, oh, well, my guest is, you know, they're they're in they're in their home office and they don't have a good setup and you know they're the audio quality sounds terrible and actually quite often we'll say well you know really that doesn't matter if you as the host sound really professional and studio recorded yeah. but your guest sounds just real in their environment you know yeah. we, we we can learn to accept that you know radio call-in shows have existed for an incredibly long time yeah. and we're yeah. used to people sounding like they're on the blower um and so i think yeah, there's a certain a certain um, degree of just sort of reality that we're willing to accept. And, and that doesn't, and I, I think I want to be clear that we don't want to necessarily lump in kind of not ideal sounding audio and not professionally produced audio. I think sure. there's a big difference in that, sure, right? Sure. The way that we're creating content, that's that's a very different thing. But uh, but I think, you know, yes, if, a, if the bus drives past, I think people are um, perhaps not, that's not a deal breaker. Yeah. So if I was a business, small business, and I wanted to start a podcast or a marketing agency and, a, and somebody comes along and says, we need a podcast. Well, when you kind of start planning out and thinking about what you want to do, do you think you should kind of try and avoid talking about the product and the service and that and, and focus on other things? Yes, I mean, absolutely. I think mm. uh, one of the, the biggest pitfalls we see in, in branded content is people really wanting to push a sales agenda, um, which you can understand. Uh, but I think what we need to kind of be cognizant of is that listeners don't want to listen to a 30 minute ad. They want to listen sure. to something that is of genuine value to them. And so I think what we have in podcasting is the opportunity to build a relationship over time with our audience. So that means not ramming products and services down their throat. Mm. Um, I think that uh, there are ways that we can we can get sales value from a podcast much sooner. And indeed, you mentioned agencies. I think agencies are a wonderful case study for this in yeah. particular. Um, podcasting, I think, can be used in a really powerful way to uh, um, build relationships with prospects that you're not already working with. Um, and you, you do that through having them on as your guest. So I think yeah. one of the ways that we can make a podcast more ROI positive earlier because as I said, the growth of the audience takes some time, mm. but we want, obviously this is, you know, as a small business, our, our marketing has to deliver value. Um, and so one of the ways that we can get that value much earlier is by reaching out and inviting as guests, uh, you know, people that we really want to be doing business with. Um, it's a wonderful non-salesy way to start building relationships within the network that you're you're looking to grow new business. Yeah. Um, and it's an excuse, frankly, to just spend an hour on a phone call with someone, yeah. just building a relationship, and then you can follow up with that with sales later. Then what you're creating is a wonderful podcast, which will also you know grow an audience and be valuable in its own right. Um, so I think that's uh, that's one way that people can derive value from a podcast sooner or earlier. Um, but uh, but to your point, yeah, I think one of the things that nobody enjoys listening to, I think we could all agree, <laughs> yeah. is listening to someone. It's the same when you go to a conference, isn't it? You know, if you yeah. turn up to a conference and the speaker gets up on stage and they talk through a yeah, case study, an inverted commas, yeah. which is just incredibly dense with with their products and services, and that's just, you just turn off. Um, and yeah. so I think uh, that's what how we need to think about our, our our audio content as well. Yeah, I always try and use Mailchimp as a bit of an example. I don't know whether you've heard the Mailchimp podcast, but the Mailchimp podcast has absolutely mm. nothing to do with email marketing whatsoever right 
Exactly. What they've done there is they've thought about who is the audience that we want to reach, which is, you know, marketers, uh, and, and what do they need? And regardless of what we offer, we just want to make what our audience needs. And then by virtue of spending time with them for half an hour every week or however often those episodes go out, they are going to think of MailChimp when the need arises for that specific problem in their business. And I think that's really what we want to think of in podcasting. Again, the the, the biggest pitfall we see is brands come to us and they say, we've got this great idea. We're really excited. We're going to interview these experts about these topics um, and we're going to grow a massive audience and it's brilliant. But I think often what people forget is, okay, well, who, who are we actually seeking to serve? Who are the listeners we want and what do they want? Let's think about yeah. what they want first and then work backwards from that, um, which of, quite often leads to a different, a different product, a different podcast. Sure. Um, and uh, and again, that can feel to some people a little off-putting because it's like, well, that doesn't that's that does I can't see the connection between between that topic that we're going to create a podcast around and generating new business for us. Um, but you know, again, if you can be spending time with your target audience on a consistent basis, it really doesn't matter actually what you're talking to them about. It could be yeah, sure. kite surfing for all all that we care. Yeah, if, the, yeah, if, you, yeah. if you if they build that relationship with you over time, um, then that's that's really all that counts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think we spend enough time planning these things out? Because uh, if you work in TV or radio or you write a book or you do anything like that, if you write something that's rubbish, you get fired. You don't get published. It gets cancelled. We don't see a lot of that. There's so many blog posts pushed out there that are rubbish. Nobody reads them. Nobody got fired for writing it. And you just chuck out another one next week and nobody reads that. And it's almost kind of like if if you're actually doing this professionally for a job like in radio and television in writing in a magazine articles whatever it is you need to produce something that's reasonable quality don't you you do and i think that you you mentioned preparation i think that's a mm. really key key piece of it i think again a lot of times one of the mistakes we see is that people will um you know book guests who they think are interesting experts in their field yeah. and just sort of sit down and chat for half an hour and yeah. you know that doesn't that that's not always terrible but but it's sure. very unpredictably uh, great, if that makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. It's very hard to predict on a consistent basis. We're going to have a compelling conversation that provides some value. So I think one of the emphases we always want to put on is, is you know, what do we want to get? What does this guest have to offer our audience? Why are we in- interviewing them in the first place? Mm-hmm. What's their unique story? How do we drill into that? And what are the questions we need to ask to elicit the story that we care about and our audience cares about? Um, uh, it, it's very tempting to just go, oh, they're a, they're an expert in, I don't know, AI or cryptocurrency or whatever yeah. the thing might be, yeah. um, and just kind of let that do the work. Um, but, you know, I think no matter how interesting the expert, it's it's rare that you can sit down with them without a plan and, and actually have a, a truly compelling conversation that makes a decent programme. Yeah, sure. I, I, think, I think that interview podcast particularly, I mean, I get pitches. I mean, I've got about mm. six or seven of them just from today landed in the inbox. And I get lots wow. and lots of that entrepreneurship stuff. Sort of like how to make yeah. $10 million in a day. And that sort of thing, you know, we're going to make you seven figures of this, that and the other and whatever. And it's uh, and that's just you have to say no to it. It's tempting, isn't it? But you just say, no, that's not my audience. Exactly. And that's it's all it comes back to is who's my audience? What do they care about? And uh, and and is this guest actually going to provide that? Yeah. So so when when folks are thinking about producing podcasts, when, when, when you when you get a company thinking, right, we're going to we're going to produce a podcast for our, our audience and that, do they tend mm-hmm. to record in house or are, are they going to a studio nowadays and, and doing a little bit a little bit more professionally? 
there's a there's a real mix. I mean, I think through the pandemic, certainly we saw a lot of this happening in house yeah. because just out of necessity. Um, but uh, more and more so, we're returning to studios. We're also doing what's known in the industry, as you'll know, is the double ender, where we'll have, um, you know, a a reporter go out with a, a decent quality microphone and engineer yeah. that goes to to the guest location and records them on site, um, and we do the rest remotely. Uh, there is a, a real a real mix. Um, I think the the brands that are seeing the best results and that are you know are the ones that are, in, are invested in it and really care about the results. And now that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily use a studio. I think you know the tech is fantastic, and we certainly yeah. work with lots of clients that record yeah. in their offices or at home, uh, ideally. Um, uh, but but certainly that you know there is a lot of competition out there in podcast land at the moment, as we've talked about. So many new shows have been launched that certainly I feel that there's there's a, a bar that we need to reach um, yeah. or, or sort of exceed in order to really stand a chance of standing out. And so, um, yeah, certainly the studio is the the ideal, uh, although, you know, for various logistical reasons, not always an option. Yeah, the, the technology has got better, hasn't it? I mean, uh, the audio got left behind, didn't it? And video took over for years and years and years, kind of like digitally online, the web, internet and that. And audio mm. kind of like got left behind because I remember back in like 2004, 5, 6, thinking to myself, I'd love to be able to produce this bit of audio on an audio program or something. But there was nothing right. really available to do it with. It was a lot less sexy, definitely, yeah. as an yeah. industry. And I think now people... Um, are really sort of seeing the benefit of it again because it's that I th- it's, it's funny it's sort of almost a, 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 f- a form over function or I don't know what I'm trying to say but, he, but he, hmm. he, the, it's the use case of audio I think you know when people are able to consume it when they're on the plane or in the gym or walking the dog um, I think it's it's fitting it's, it's creating a really interesting use case and then when we have real sort of standout hit shows that have sort of captured a bit of yeah. imagination like Serial as, as the obvious example yeah. um, from America and, and Joe Rogan and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, that that just you know, really sort of shines a light on it as a, as a viable medium and it has become, um, you know, less of the sort of crusty old, you know, uncle uh of, of content it's it's yeah. now actually something that that you know is actually cool yeah. um so, it's very so, yeah. cool audio is very cool honestly it, well i mean it, yeah i don't know yeah. with people like me behind it i don't know if that's true but certainly <laughs> there's, there's large swathes of the industry that are cool I, i've been told yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do we kind of measure results driven from a podcast because we've got to measure some sort of return on our mm. investment haven't we because if we're doing it properly it's going to cost yes. a few quid in the first place to get this sorted out so how do we measure the results absolutely super super important so mm. the the first piece is um, I mentioned before having your guests be your clients and your prospects. I think that's one way that we can very quickly see some return uh, right. on our investment. Um, you know, if we have a weekly podcast and we're getting introduced to on a weekly basis for an hour to a high value prospect, that is an immediate ROI. So that's one thing, um, it, but that's not an essential ingredient for all podcasts. The second one we touched on as well is uh, engagement rate. So if we compare the 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 amount of consumption of each episode versus any other sort of form of content that we're putting out there i think podcasts you know is is far and away the winner yeah um so i think that's a really important one and one that we try to steer as much attention towards as possible because i think many times people will look at the raw number i've had x thousand people listen to this episode sure but my tiktok videos got 20 times that <laughs> yeah, yeah uh you know that as a marketer that seems like a very obvious you know um winner and so i think again when we compare that the engagement rates on those two platforms 
the the difference is quite stark. So I think um, obviously we want to look at the raw number. We want to know where our listeners are in the world and um, you know how many episodes they're listening to and all that sort of stuff. So those kinds of things are really important. But I think that engagement rate is is a really key one uh, because again it's it's sort of a it's it's like a a gauge on on how much your content is resonating with the audience. You know, if you're sure. putting stuff out there on a niche topic um, and you're getting a consumption rate of 40%, that tells you that perhaps what you're making isn't quite what the market's after. Whereas if you're in the 80, 90% mark, well, then clearly you are resonating with with the vast majority of listeners and, and something is, you know, you're doing the right things there. Yeah. So I think... Um, and then beyond that, what ROI looks like is so different on a on a case by case basis. You know, when we when we work with larger enterprise companies, yeah. it's much more of a softer brand impact uh, uh, kind of piece, sure. which uh, is inherently hard to measure, and they're not necessarily looking for a direct kind of monetary ROI. Um, and but with smaller businesses, then it's much more common that we want to understand: okay, how many people are listening to this podcast? How many people are mentioning the podcast when they reach out to do business to us? And we can we can associate this content with their interest in working with us. Um, yeah, it's it's very case by case as to exactly what ROI looks like. But those are some of the things that we we tend to think about. Yeah, would you do some sort of a comparison? Maybe measure the minutes per month and and compare it compare the channels. Say compare podcasts to YouTube to TikTok to Facebook video that sort of thing yeah i mean that that's a that sounds like a lot of work but a very yeah. interesting thing to do yeah. um and, and i think uh yeah certainly really useful um uh, yeah i think for the the other thing that we like to to recommend and i think is a, a really kind of um great practice is surveying our podcast audience and understanding you know why they listen to this podcast what other podcasts they listen to um, what other sort of forms of our output are they engaging with and, and, and why do they engage here? And I think that gives us a really interesting kind of cross-section of, you know, what is our listenership and um, and is there mm. a sort of a percentage of our audience that only engages with the podcast or is, yeah. is it that they read our blog and listen to our podcast and sort of understanding how it fits into the broader mix, I think, is quite yeah. um quite interesting yeah it is difficult though isn't it because i mean people consume things for different reasons different podcasts like you said at the beginning authentic there's a lot of intimacy with audio um mm. very much so you connect with your audience a lot more i think for, for far yeah. less on on youtube or tiktok or twitter which i think has got a you know a life expectancy for a tweet is like 10 minutes or something ridiculous <laughs> exactly. like yeah, that so. so so there is we we interact and engage with these different platforms differently don't we very much so. And that's, you know, so at no point am I advocating for podcasts and podcasts mm. only. I think it, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm sure you're not thinking that. And certainly that's kind yeah. of the, the slant of your yeah, questions yeah. is how does this fit into the mix? Yeah. Um, so it is very much part of a mix. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, the other thing, of course, is that it, it, it feeds those other channels as well. I think, you know, we talk sure. about social and um, all that sort of stuff. I think podcasting is a, a really sort of rich source of repurposable yeah. <laughs> content yeah, yeah. um you know taking bite-sized chunks and and posting that onto different platforms in different forms um is a, is a really good practice also yeah so any other interesting ways that audio is being used do you see any yeah well i think um certainly in terms of formats of podcasts i think mm. they're really we talk about this being a relatively you know relatively speaking a new industry or a new uh, medium for brands to to, to consider mm. What that means is I think there's just a load of untapped potential and un, unexplored kind of ideas. Um, yeah. I think that we're starting to see brands experiment with fiction, actually. And so instead of right. making just an interview-based factual program, for example, we're working with a, a mental health um, business and they have a, an app 
um, all around sort of depression and, and mental health. And sure. what we're working on with them is instead of interviewing experts, doctors and so on, on, on the various um, yeah. aspects of, of mental health, they're instead choosing to explore that through a character who is sort of learning about uh, mental health in this, in this sort of fictional setup, which I think is a really interesting way of engaging their specific audience, Very. which has a certain slant and, and demographic. And so um, I, I just think that's, that's a really there's just so much of that opportunity there that's yet to be explored in podcasting. Um, you know, I think that, again, everyone gravitates towards the interview format, which is a yeah. wonderful thing. And I love them. But it's also, easy, it's easy know, to do as well, isn't it? Let's face it's it. It's, easy, it's, it's yeah, Exactly. It's, yeah. It's easy to do, but also, you know, the daily news podcast. I think there's so yeah, much untapped yeah. possibility for any yeah. business in any industry to say, hey, do you know what? There's actually not a daily news podcast yeah. in our industry. Let's yeah, be yeah. that source, you know. Yeah. And so I think that's that's some of the things that um, are, are really interesting is just these different different kinds of content ideas that we could be playing with here. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the news thing. I looked at, looked at that about oh, a couple of years ago. Huge amount of work involved in it. Enormous. It, it is. It, yeah. it is. Uh, we, we tried um, at the beginning of the relatively early in the pandemic, a podcast mm. all about working from home. It's called WFH. Yeah. We've since stopped doing that. Um, but we did it at first five days a week and then we dropped to three days a week. Uh, it was it was just an incredible yeah. amount of work for just a five minute episode every yeah, day yeah. talking yeah. about uh, various uh, goings on and, and how to adapt to sort of remote work. Yeah. Uh, it is an incredible, um, uh, incredible, certainly a full-time job. So, you yeah. know, you, you, yeah. you need you need to be committed to that one. Um, but I do think there's a huge opportunity there. Yeah. That's fascinating to talk. I could chat for ages about this. Um, where can we yeah. find you, Harry? Where's your website, social media bits and pieces? Where's your podcast? Absolutely. So uh, I'm I'm a, a bit of a Twitter nerd. So you can find me at podcast Harry on Twitter. That's where I hang out. Um, cool. But if you want to learn about what we do and all the sort of shows that we produce, you can find that on lowerstreet.co. Fantastic. Thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. John, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks again to Harry for his time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.